Greetings all and welcome to the Sincere Thoughts and Cold Words Podcast. I am your main man with the game plan, the ratchet revolutionary and the short sultan of sarcasm, your boy Sincere. Please join me in welcoming the greatest co-host on the planet, starting with my bride. Miss Bossy. Your boy, Mr. Eco. <laughs> it's your girl, Miss Eco. And it's a beautiful day in Dallas, Texas, where the buzz is still in the air concerning the Amber Geiger verdict and sentencing. But even more so, what happened in the courtroom during and after the sentencing, we're going to talk about that a little bit. Also, we're going to visit the topic of Kanye West and all the rumblings about his spiritual status. Is he or isn't he a Christian? But first, we're going to have the weekly rundown by Mrs. E. Cole. Okay, DirecTV charges a 102-year-old woman early termination and early termination fee for her death. Early termination fee for her death. <laughs> so what got what got terminated early? Her or the cable? <laughs> yeah, facts. That's what I want to know. That's exactly what I want to know right now. Yeah. You know, first of all, the early termination fee after her death. That don't make no sense. So what was she supposed to, she's supposed to call for? And I look at it, brother. I don't think I'm, I'm, about I'm, I'm about to go home. I'm about to go home. I'm going to the upper room to Mars. Let me go ahead and pay this Let last, last bill. Jesus on the main line. <laughs> In need of birthday, anniversary, or upcoming holiday gifts, check out bb4tk.org. Bow Before the King is known for eco-friendly accessories such as watches, sunglasses, and bow ties that are uniquely made from 100% real bamboo, zebra wood, rosewood, and recycled skateboard wood. If you want to stand out from the crowd while also saving the environment, join the BB4TK movement at BB4TK.org. Again, that's BB4TK.org. Check us out! right back like flapjacks uh let's get into this this kanye situation uh a lot of things surrounding kanye lately especially uh with the first of all his declaration that he's only going to be doing gospel music uh from here on i don't i don't necessarily know what what that would mean as, as, as far as like the music like is he a christian rapper or does he does does he want to do like real gospel music or only producing. Or oh, only producing. Who knows? You know what I'm saying? But I, I you know what? That's that's even though we talking about Kanye, uh, that's kind of that's not really what you know. I want to focus on. You know, I want to. I've been reading a lot of, of uh, backlash that he's been getting on social media. Come on with it. Tell me about it. You know what I'm saying? Your, your Christian brothers and sisters out here bashing this man, saying that uh, he need to come out and make some public demands or some some denounce his old music or what have you. I even seen uh, one post where the, some, somebody said that, uh, that he needs to, to, to come out and, and state exactly what he is. Like if he's really saying that, that you know, I'm, I'm saved and baptized, filled with the Holy Ghost and so forth and so on, you know what I mean? Mm, mm, mm. I, I, that's the part I want to talk about. What you, what, what you think about that? I think that's, uh... I know when you get baptized, you know what I'm saying, your profession before everybody who was around witnessing. We put the we put in the cart before the horse. Well, I just I just wanna know oh, okay. what what do you think, period, about uh brother brother Kanye? At the end of the day, 
I would not cast any judgment towards this young man, but I want to see what kind of fruit he, he gonna produce. That's literally what I want to see. That's it. That's it. Because at the end of the day, I can't. I don't have a heaven or hell to put him in. So what do you, what would you say to the people that are already somewhat? It sounds I mean for for lack of a better term, it, it sounds like condemnation. Like people kind of you know what I'm saying already. You know. Uh, but these are superficial religious people. These are people who. They, they sitting right at the, the right hand of the father right now, petitioning right now, talking about Kanye lying. He lying right now. <laughs> Lord, you need to go ahead and get him right now. Like, that's that's what that's all the people who talking like that. I believe, you know, it's just my opinion, you know, what everybody else got. Well, I think it's just because we are visual creatures. Mm. And visually, one time he was up there smoking, drinking, and having a great time. He disappears, he comes back, he's talking to the wall, he's talking to the air, he got depression issues, he got multi-personality issues, he disappears and he comes back and now he's, you know, now doing gospel. I just think it's just that he's come out as so many different people doing so much different things. Now people are like, mm, maybe you need to prove it. But but, but why, do, why does he have to prove himself to there people that he that's wants to change for the better? Right yeah. Like, that's, that's their opinion. Let him, if he wants to do that, as, as Mr. Eco said, if he, you'll see the fruit that's gonna come from him. So I, I think it's due to his uh, popularity responsibility because he is already a popular person. Regardless if he's right or wrong, people will follow him just on his popularity. So now we have lambs going to the slaughter just on his personality and him being popular. And we're saying, well, let's just wait. But how many souls, how many people have to go before we say, hey, calm down? But at the same time, just to add value to what you're saying, you know, I say it's in my sheet and on my voice. If Kanye is not directing people back to Christ, the head, <clears throat> the bridegroom, they are already be lost. So if you don't know your word for yourself or you have not actually sat down and talked to God and asked God to actually cover him, because that's what the Bible speaks of all day, every day about praying for people, praying for your pastor, praying for your leadership, praying for these type of people that's in these type of roles that you're describing right now. So if they're not doing that right there, name, we lost already. Here's a here's a here's a good here's a question to pose to you to all y'all. If if you were a advisor for for Kanye right now, if, if you was an advisor, spiritual advisor for him right now, and and then you know he comes and he says, hey, you know, I, I I don't know what he's done. Nobody really knows what the status is. I don't really care to know what his status is. But if if he said, hey, look, you know, last night or whatever, I I turned my life over to Christ or whatever. What should I do now? Mm. What what would you tell him? That's a real. That's that's a good question right there. That's what happened with all believers. Right, they coming to Christ. <clears throat> But no, no, no. What would you tell him? I would ask him. First of all, I'm gonna sit down with him. I'm gonna ask him. You know what I'm saying? When you profess, did you do it wholeheartedly? Right. You know what I'm saying? Did you, did you mean what you said? Did you confess <clears throat> God is your Lord and Savior, and He died and rose on the third day? Like, did you actually repeat Romans 9, 10 and 9, 10, 9, 9, 10 and 9? Like, that's what I sit down with, and I start from the basics. You know what I'm saying? Actually walking through it and not try to. That's, you know what, I'm glad, thank you, I was ready for that. I think one of the things is what you just brought up, make a good point. If the people who are not out there who are ministering to him, talking to him about his soul, leading him in the right direction, they're trying to capitalize on his on who he is right. for their, their church and them getting some publicity saying like, oh, he here, 
directing our music, you know what I'm saying? Got everybody live action, blah, blah, blah. They ain't doing it for the glory of the Lord. But that's my that's my whole thing exactly, right? Because if, if I'm if I'm his advisor, I would say you got to know who you are. And so for you to come out and be like, hey, I'm you know, I'm a, a follower of, of Christ now, but I, I don't think that I would have told him that ain't that's not what you should be worried about right now. Mm-hmm. Like right now I would just stay out of the spotlight spotlight period. You know what I'm saying? And just get yourself, you know, one on one with with you know you and who you know the, the Lord and read your word and so forth and so on. Because I don't, because automatically because of his position, you're going to become a leader, and and you know and people are going to look to you, and that's like somebody who just you know accepted the Lord yesterday, becoming a leader today, and it's it's not it's not just him that I worry about. It's the people that see him as a leader because he's going to fall a bunch of times. And then the people who see him as a leader might say, oh, OK, this this ain't even real. You know what I'm saying? And now these people are turned off or turned away. And, you know, he there might be some souls he got to answer for that he don't even have anything, you know what I mean, to do with. But that just means people. Yeah, I understand that because he's a celebrity, he's in the limelight, people listen into listen in and hold on to every word that he says. That's how he's always in the media all the time, mm-hmm. the stuff that he says. Mm-hmm. But um, it's just still a matter of not worrying about if he's truthful about it, because it's not our position to to say that. Right. And, and not only that, like, if he does, if he is serious about it and then he falls, What's the problem with giving him another chance? Mm, right. Come on, right. come right. on with it. I mean, it's it's no problem, but it's I mean. But then no. that isn't he? Aren't we losing souls? That <clears throat> that's the yeah, point I'm trying that, to make. That, but that just means it's so people... much of a it's so much of a uh, it because of who he is. It's such a big look. Look, we're talking about him right now. You know what I'm so saying? Like, him a so we given so it is because of his platform. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So I'm sure somebody gave him life to Christ yesterday. We ain't talking about them. You know what I'm saying? Big facts. You know what I mean? But we talking about him, and that's what. And and so, it just seems to me that so many people are enamored with him as a as like a uh, uh, artist that they won't be able to separate the two. You know what I mean? Just like uh, just just like Miss Bossy said, it's you know you you see you see Kanye, you seen him yesterday, yeah. You seen him today. He looked the same. <laughs> He's saying. What, you know the words coming out of his mouth today are different than what they were yesterday, but he's you still looking at the same. You know what I'm saying, Kanye. So you still want to feel, you know, the, the the like you should follow him and like you should admire him and that you should copy him and, and emulate him and all this other kind of stuff just off the strength of that. Well, could it be if we look at Kanye and I'm going to bring Kanye and his wife, oh, oh, Kim into it, right? Uh-oh. Because I feel as though that him coming into Christ, right? We're a baby, right? Kim wants to be a lawyer. Instead of going to law school, she found a way to become a lawyer without going to law school. So she's going to turn around and just study up under somebody, but now I'm a lawyer. So now we have Kanye, who's a baby in the Lord, but now I'm going to be a leader. We all know when we start in Christ, we have to crawl, walk, 
then run. It's right. kind of like he just jumped. And I think that's a lot of the people's problem. You don't know who, we don't know who he's studying under. Do we know that he's studying? But because he has that platform, people that's are going to assume so much. Yep. So the first person that falls, right, in his order, are we going to say it's Kanye's fault for leading them that way? That's what I'm or saying. Or their fault? The bug on his head. Remember, murder mace went, went to pass the mace, back to murder mace, Back to Pastor Mace. He was he didn't know which way he was he didn't know if he was coming or going. And he he had a church already in, in Atlanta and all this other kind of stuff. Like, I'm just that's what I'm saying. I'm like, I don't I don't I don't think that, you know what I mean, we should kind of, I don't think we should condemn him and say, Y'all you ain't that ain't real, blah blah blah. But at the same time, I don't think we should be so, you know what I'm saying, quick to kind of like look at him as somebody that we should be following as far as with that uh you know, when where the word is concerned, or when I just want to make correction. Also, it's, it's Romans 10 9. That's what it is, right? Yeah, for the scripture that I was quoting. Yeah, yeah, I'll make sure I get that right. It's the liquor, ladies and gentlemen, whatever that is. The young man been drinking has got, got these hiccups. That's what it is. That's messed up. Right, we're Pray gonna, for these hiccups. We're gonna chill out for a minute. We'll be right back. We on it like hot grits. Ooh, Al Green style. Hey man, biggest thing in the in the <laughs> in the nation right now that, that they talking about is this the Amber Geiger case. Come but on with it. Not oh, even, on. but not even the case that they talking about right now. They, what's being discussed is the hug, the, hug. the hugs that was given to a convicted murderer by. Uh, Botham John's brother, as well as um, the presiding judge. Uh, if you didn't know also, uh, I think it was later on in the day or the next day, um, uh, Botham John's father said that he would like to be Amber Geiger's friend and that he wants to uh, visit her while she is in prison and so forth and so on. So what do you guys think about the hugging portion of uh, the case. Come on now, don't hey, everybody don't talk at one time. Everybody don't talk at one. Hey, shaking your head, we, we can't. That's not audible. We can't. You right? You right? You right? You right? You know what I'm saying? Let the ladies gonna get in. You know what I'm saying? Go ahead, Miss Miss Ego. Come on with what? Miss Bossy. Miss Bossy was about the hug. About the hug. You don't want to know about what I feel about. The hug. That's 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 all. Okay. Come on with it. The fact that hugs were given, I think we should put a statute in the law books that anytime anybody goes to court, the judge has to hug them. Point blank period. You gotta hug the person that is up on trial and you have to hug who is trying to put them on trial. You gotta hug everybody. It needs to be a statue of hugs. Hugs. Uh, hugs. Okay. I do believe it because what would be the purpose of me hugging somebody? To show them love, to show them care, to show them support. Mm. And as a judge, if you can do it for one, you can do it for them all. Yeah. Obviously, somebody's passionate. passionate about what it is. I think everybody should get hugs. Yeah. Why should you get a hug I and disagree. I don't get a hug? Why not? I disagree, but I digress also. So I think everybody should get a hug. What, what you got on, boy? Uh, I don't have a problem with hug. Honestly, I don't. You don't? 
I don't. <laughs> Why you don't have a problem with that? Because um, this was not. This was a time of reflection, right? A time of remorse, and a time to show forgiveness on a level that was staged for the right place at the right time in the right situation that actually transpired. And I don't see an issue with that at all. I don't. So, hold hold up, hold up. I think everybody should deserve a hug just on what you said. So from now on, every judge should hug somebody. Okay. All right, Mrs. Mrs. Eco, what you got? Come on with it. Um, I didn't have a problem with the brother um, giving, yeah, the brother giving the hug uh, but I don't think the judge should have came off the bench to give a hug. Why not? Mm-hmm. Because it's just it's a I don't know, I guess because yeah, what it's interest? a conflict of interest and, and, it's, and, and it's unethical. Why? Because you're the presiding judge. This, the person you, you hugging is a convicted murderer, not somebody who's on trial murderer she is a convicted murderer at the moment that she got the hug well, so I, so why what are we like i thought it was about forgiveness not that she's a murderer we all know she's a murderer i thought it was about forgiveness the judge was forgiving her for murdering mr john is that not correct all right who y'all talking to i'm, trying to figure I'm out. just putting it out there, put it out there. you <laughs> said about the hug and she was a convicted felon I am saying that I thought everybody in, on social right, media. Right, so I was saying ethically, a judge should not come down off of the bench to hug a convicted murderer. But it wasn't about the conviction because everybody is talking about forgiveness and compassion. The judge was forgiven. Okay. Okay, well, let me jump but in. But it here. wasn't for the judge to forgive her. Why not? Because that's not her job. She didn't. She didn't. Did you know the judge was crying during the. During the uh, during the sentencing phase? Mm-hmm. Yes. So if I'm a juror and I see the judge crying, what is that gonna make me feel? But that was after Negative. So that's before? Yes. Before she before they went in for six. Yes. That's what happened. Yes. She was crying. And he gave her a hug before they, they sentenced. Yes. Okay. All right. Got it. You said he gave her a hug before the sentence? Before the that's the sentencing phase. Part of the sentencing phase is that they yeah, hear but that was the what's after the, that was after they so after they said that it was going to be 10 years. Let me put my foot on this anyway. I don't care if it was before or after. <laughs> I'm going to tell you one thing for certain, two things for sure. It's no, I'm going to tell you something. If somebody murdered me, you better not hug this mother. <laughs> you better not hug this mother. I don't care how much forgiveness you got in your heart. You could be the best Christian second to Jesus. What? You better not put your arms around any person who murdered me. I don't care who it was. No, ma'am, you had your time. You had your time. Let me finish. First of all, no, no, no. First of all. She reclaiming her time. No, not going to happen. Not going to happen. First of all, let's let's not forget about all of the preceding evidence that came out about this lady, right? Because personally, I I think that her and and both of them or whatever, I think they had some type of relationship. But I'm going to leave that alone because that's probably Nothing really came out about that, so I'm going to just leave it alone. But, so I don't think the issue, although I do have an issue with him hugging her, I definitely got an issue with the judge hugging her. But I have way more of an issue of the brother hugging her and the father forgiving her, wanting to be her friend, blah, 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 this, that, the other. The reason why is because what it symbolizes is more than just 
in some type of ridiculous act of Christianity from his brother to her. But what's wrong with that? What it symbolizes is we as black people are perfectly fine with white people killing us and we're going to forgive you afterwards every time. Because whatever you whatever you whatever you allow will continue. So 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 it ain't even it's it's it is about him hugging her. That I definitely got beef with that. Trust me. But if that was just a one shot deal or whatever, hey, maybe I can look past it. But what it symbolizes to me is and and especially the fact that, that he's a man, right? Because black men are being portrayed as all kinds of weak in the media anyway. Every time you turn around, they 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 got whole commercials where the, the, the black father is absent, where he's gay, where he's a criminal. We getting like the more we come up and do better as men, and I know that largely we are great as black men. But what's being portrayed in the media are those things that I just said earlier, right? And so him to me hugging her. It says, hey, you know what? We cool with white people killing us. Just, you know, and we're going to continue to allow y'all to do so. And then the fact that it's a white woman, white women are kind of the, the biggest culprits for the deaths of black men. Well, I don't, I look at it in two scenarios. And the reason why I can say this is because I lived through this experience myself on both sides of the spectrum. Um, the hug thing, it took me a minute to quite understand like what was going on. And I will put this disclaimer out there as well. Like, you know, the system is already set up against minorities, hands out. Like, I'm not gonna never dispute that whatsoever. But at the same time, showing somebody forgiving and compassion is two different things. Now, this is the part right here that we fail to realize as corner mind people as we are. We don't know how we're gonna die. You don't know if you're gonna get gunned down. You don't know if you're gonna die sitting right here talking on this mic right now. Mm -hmm. You don't know what your script is in the book of life, how you gonna leave this earth. Mm -hmm. So it does not matter how the person leaves there. We know that they gonna leave here. Right. It may be the most heinous way, like what transpired, or it may be the most simplest way by dying in your bed. Mm -hmm. You gonna leave about this earth, facts. So for me, I don't care now about a hug. All I know is from a personal experience when my brother, and my grandparents were murdered, literally murdered. Through in a ditch, but do through in a ditch for dead. The person that did this to them, I had so much rage against this person. And he was a minority as well. And I had to literally forgive him because me walking around with that hate in my heart toward this person, it's not gonna do anything for me. Nothing but drag me along and I'm carrying this boulder with me everywhere I go. Now on the flip side, my other brother, who allegedly killed somebody, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? He's in jail right now. And you know, it's like, okay, what was the reason behind it? What led to this, so forth and so on? Another life gone. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of hard. Two lives gone. Yeah, two lives gone. So actually three total. So it's kind of hard for me to just sit back and just be like, I wouldn't ever hug nobody. I can't forgive nobody. No, nah, because I'm not no perfect saint myself. I done did some most ridiculous things that people, and I'm pretty sure we all got skeletons in our closet mm -hmm. for stuff that we have done in our life. And somebody gave you a second chance. God gave you a second chance to get this thing right. You're able to sit right here 
and talk about it right now and then show the same type of compassion for somebody else. I feel like as you say, you know, we keep moving forward, but we can't portray. That is so very true right there. But I also feel like eventually, man, we have to come up and start thinking and showing the love that God has shown us every single day, every single second in our life, you know, despite what's going on. And it has nothing to do all the way dealing with biblical aspect. It's just being a person. And let me tell you something, man. I, I, first of all, I'm not that far in my Christian journey. Um, I know uh, I know that if I do make it into heaven, it's going to be by the skin of my teeth. So, Come on, Jesus. That's, that's on everything. I'm just saying. It ain't, I, I definitely ain't got to, I don't have the golden ticket. I'm not, I'm not getting up in it. And, and I, I just, I, that whole thing, just, that sounded wonderful, but no, I, I just, mm -mm, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I got a question. Come on with it. Right? So I was really being facetious about the hug and things like that. But the way that I truly do look at it, and I bring, I'm not going to say a skewed view on it, but just like you, I had a situation. So it's my brother and his wife. My brother is black. His wife is white. My brother got set up by his wife. And during the setup, she covered up the phone and whispered to him, I'm going to get your black ass thrown in jail. And then went back and started talking to the cops and crying and all kinds of stuff. So I look at it on that way too, because I do know what can happen. And because he's a black boy, well, black man, they're going to look at him a certain way. But if you met my brother, you would know that he is soft as baby shoes. He ain't even going to hit another man. My brother, look, my brother has never gotten to a fight. So for him... You know, that was really, really crazy. So when I look at that, I feel some type of way because I'm hurt during the trial. What hurt me and makes me wonder about the forgiveness part is that she never at no point tried to save his life. Never. She only went to save her own self, right? While he was bleeding out, she was deleting texts from text, her Text, right? She wasn't giving him CPR. She wasn't trying to save him. So at that point in time, I think of it kind of like, we want to know about forgiveness. Did she think about it? Is she really sorry? If you stole a piece of gum, are you sorry during the act of stealing the gum or when you got caught? And if it's because you got caught, are you really sorry for the action in which you did? Because in that point, I don't feel that she was sorry. Even when she was talking about, I wish that it was me that died. No, you don't. Nobody wishes that they were dead, but not one tear came, right? So I truly wonder, am I forgiving you because you say you wish that you was dying or this and that? But at the point in which my child, his child really needed you, really mistake or no, really needed you, he wasn't worth your time. This is what I think about. She's saying he was a threat. You can't be a threat in your own house, right? So if somebody walk in the door, in this door, they breach my doorway, I have the right to protect my home. And if I, and if he did that, let if he had a weapon near and with him, and this person, shadowy figure, comes through the door and he shoots and kills a white female cop, is that judge going to come down and hug him afterwards? No. And he doing much more than 10 years. A, a boy got 45 years for killing a, a cop dog. Yeah, I saw that. So, I mean, I, I'm, I'm all about the forgiveness or whatever, but I'm, I'm not with the whole, you know, like, hey, I'm going to just continue to let you slap me in the face and I'm going to keep forgiving you. Keep No, 
I but you that. never know if you're in that situation and the Holy Spirit. I know good you. and well. You don't know. I know good and well. He was walking in the spirit on that stage. Right, and, the, and the spirit might whisper like, bro, what are you doing? Because you're not letting me come in <laughs> and, and take over. Because yeah, I'll be like, no. brother allowed the spirit to come in. Right. And I, I can't do it. That's why I said if I get grace. in, I, it'll be by the skin of my teeth. Because I, 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 there's no way in the world I could have. I could have. Let's say, let's say what happened happened. And after she shot him, she was like, oh, my God, I, I shot him. I'm, I'm, this is his pot, not mine. And then she tried to save his life. When the people got there, she was there, blood all over. She's doing everything she can to save his life. But she couldn't. I could forgive that. I could say, you know what? Whatever happened, it might be absolutely crazy to me. She made a mistake and she immediately tried to fix that mistake. She did not do that. Right. And plus, and I've been wrong many times. And every time that I've been wrong, I say that I'm wrong. Hey, yeah, I'm, I'll jack that up. You know what I'm saying? But she lied more than once. She tried to cover the whole thing up. I'm not giving this lady no hug, bro. <laughs> it's not going to happen. I mean, I, if, if I do forgive her, it'll be some time later in the privacy of, of my own home between me and Black Jesus. When I say my prayers, I say, you know what, hey, Lord, you know that thing that happened a couple years back? Uh, you know what? I'm over that. <laughs> Let's I'm move let, on. I'm going to let that thing yeah. go. I'm going to let that thing go, Lord. <laughs> because it's about forgiveness and people are saying forgiveness and compassion and things like that, right? And we also know that the um, attorneys wanted 28 years, one year for each one of his mm -hmm. years of life, right? Mm -hmm. But she only got 10. And the reason why is they didn't want to mess up her life. Right? So, oh, you can Go finish. Ahead. My thing is this, what would have, I sat right here, I thought about this two, two days. I said, what would have happened if this lady never got any time? What would happen right now? It's been a flame. It's been a riot. It's been a riot. Okay, so the fact of the matter that she did get years, it may not be the extent of what other minorities have taken. I was, I was past the years. You know what I'm saying? I was past the years. The fact that she was found guilty, that was me, good. I was like, okay, that's that's good. That, because, that was win. You know, cops don't usually pay for what they do when they kill a black man anyway. So oh. the fact, the fact that she was found guilty, I was like, okay, well, we got one. That's one. You know what I'm saying? Ten years. I was like, oh, well, that's probably what. You know, I'm not surprised anyway. You know, the power, the hug. That's that's where the problems came in. That's why that's that's when I lost it right there. I was like, nah, bro. I, I'm, I'm gonna tell you something. No, so you know, no. Hey, you know what, man? We we gonna we gonna let it go right there, man. Because obviously, uh, I need I'm gonna need to pray tonight. You know, so. Uh, well, you're not we, the only one. Yeah, I know I ain't the only one. Cause some people listening right now need to pray. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, so we gonna let this one uh, ride out, man. We're gonna come back and we're gonna end it with the uh, cold word of the day. Y'all be easy. What's good, fam? It's your boy, Mr. Eco. And your girl, Miss Eco. Whole word of today is forgiveness. forgiveness. Forgiveness is not forgetting. Forgiveness is not reconciling. Reconciliation and forgiveness are two separate processes. You can forgive without reconciling, but you cannot reconcile without forgiveness. Hurts, fears, frustrations, and other negative emotions may linger after forgiveness, and that's normal. Forgiveness is instant, but trust will take time to rebuild. Forgiveness is not condoning. This is the most common misunderstanding of forgiveness. When you forgive somebody, it doesn't mean what they did was right. It simply means that they no longer owe you anything for the pain and hurt 
they have caused you. 1 John 1 and 9 says, If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And the doors of the church are now open. Amen. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at STCW Live. That's at STCW Live. Follow us on both platforms and join the Sincere Thoughts and Cold Words group on Facebook where you can comment on the shows, offer show ideas, or ask one of the hosts a question or a host of questions. That's it for the Sincere Thoughts and Cold Words podcast for the day. We will holler at you one time for the one time.